Well, you might say, what is this, what does this kid think he's doing? What, who does, what's he talking about? You don't know nothing. That's just, that's just something his pastor says back at home. But I, I can use my own testimony as an example. At a very young age, uh, now I wasn't, my mom probably painted a real nice, pretty picture for anyone that might have talked to her, but at a really young age, I was exposed to all the elements of the world. By the time I was 15 years old, I can remember it, I had already been well acquainted with, with the drug scene, not that I'm proud of any of this, and, and, and even in my schooling, all this just, I mean, by the time I was 15 years old, my life was prepared and ready, ready to go right down the garbage disposal, but then... I went into the house of God and His presence began to move within my life and I began to submit myself to the man of God and to the authority of God and, and, and so much changed. My life was just thrown for a loop and by the time I was 17 years old, the, the school that I thought I was going to drop out of, I was graduating with the highest honors and I had not touched a drug ever since that day. I just want to thank God for that tonight. Before him, when Brother uh, uh, Solomon was pastoring here, and uh, uh, then he told me he preached, I think, a 12-week revival here, uh, and uh, so, I, Amen. Brother Burgess has had a great relationship through the years with this church, and uh, Brother Alexander, won't you testify and greet us tonight? We love you. Praise the Lord, everyone. Thankful to be in the house of the Lord. David said, he said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Where the house of the Lord is, you can find security. You can find healing. You can find encouragement. Whatever you need is in the house of the Lord. And I'm glad to be here tonight. Hallelujah, God. Brother Burgess got to hear him again one more time. We had a great time when he was here. And he was preaching to us a revival. I'm thankful for the, what God has been to me over the many years. I have no complaints at all. I have no thing to charge God with anything. He's been good to me, and I worship Him and praise Him and His holy name. Hallelujah to God. Good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Stand with me if you will. I want to say that it's really good. I see guests in the house tonight. It's really good to see all of our guests with us tonight. We're honored to have you. Thank you for coming to the house of the Lord and worshiping with us in this service. Amen. It is really an honor again to have Brother Burgess with us tonight. Amen. Uh, an evangelist, pastor of many, many years that has been faithful to the gospel, to the cause of Christ and the work of God. I'm honored to have you with us this weekend, brother. Come, obey the Lord. Give us what the Lord's promised. Let's lift our hands and praise Him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, Lord, have your way, Jesus. God, have your way. Have your way, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. It's good to be here tonight to feel the presence of the Lord. It, God is in this place. He's here for a reason. <clears throat> amen. If you would be seated for just a moment. Amen. <clears throat> then you can stand for the reading of the word of the Lord. just want to say it's really good to be here with Brother and Sister Townley. I, uh, like my wife, it brings many, many memories of... Uh, past experiences and past moves of God for me to be here today. Amen. I appreciate Brother and Sister Townley for their hospitality and, and in their inviting us to come. Amen. I, I really enjoy Sister Townley singing. Amen. I, uh, I've known them, you know, them through the years at a distance. Uh, I know who they are and, uh, a real close friend. I, in fact, I preached for her grandfather and invited her before. And uh, she she might not even been born at the time, but amen, I preached there. 
And uh, we, we're so happy to be here. We're so happy and honored. You have an outstanding pastor and wife here. I know you know that. Amen. But to always remember and honor them in their position and their walk with God. And God will honor you if you honor the ministry. God will honor you. And uh, we're just so happy to be here today. Amen. Good to see Brother Alexander. God bless him and Sister Alexander. Amen. I don't, I don't know whether Sister Alexander can still, but she made the best gumbo that could be made. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, we preached. I, I can't remember the nine weeks or 12 weeks, but we, I do remember preaching a long revival here in the 70s. And uh, I don't know whether Brother Alexander remembers this, but we, we preached a couple of weeks or so in the church and went out to, I asked somebody the name of that little town and forgot it, Mermintal, and put up a tent, stayed out there a week or two, and then come back in the church for a while. And uh, good to see you, Brother Alexander. Honor you. Appreciate you. Many years that you gave to this gospel and this church. Amen. And, and we, we're happy about that. And uh, also good to see Gwen. And I, I want her. I mean what I said this morning. Amen. Make this your family. Make this your pastor. Amen. This man will always treat you right. And uh, do what's right for spiritually concerned towards you, Gwen. Amen. Good to see my nephew here also from Washington. And uh, he was flat evermore telling you the truth. Uh, don't want to go in the past and bring up things, but uh, family life was not what it ought to have been at the time, 12 years old, just running the streets. But God delivered him. Hallelujah. Put him in a house of God. Oh, thank God for the move of the Holy Ghost. Oh, come on, let's lift our hand to love him for his power. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen, amen. Of course, I received the Holy Ghost here also in 1967. And uh, now we'll forget some of the men that was praying with me. Brother Abraham was one of them that I remember so vividly. Uh, praying me through the Holy Ghost. My wife was 21. I was uh, like the one month being 23, 43 years ago, almost 44 years ago. And uh, God's been so good to us. Just a privilege to be here. Amen. I, I, I could almost feel like that I could close this Bible and felt like we have had church tonight to feel in His Spirit. But I, I do have something on my mind just no fancy message, no fancy sermon. Uh, quite a few scriptures. I don't generally read this many scriptures, but uh, probably may not use all of them. But I do want to read several scriptures, uh, several passages, several chap, uh, several verses rather, in the Word of the Lord, and see what God has for us. I, I want God to move in this place. Amen. God's already moved, and there's the Spirit that's undercurrent of the Holy Ghost in this place. That if we'll somehow yield to the Lord, amen, no telling what God will do in this place. Amen. Amen. I, hallelujah. I see faces that, that I have I've known in the past. But right now, I, I want us to get our mind on the Lord and uh, see what God would do. You have your Bible. Turn with me to the Word of the Lord, to St. Mark, the fourth chapter. And I'm going to read the last few verses and into a few verses into the fifth chapter of St. Mark. 37th verse. It said, there, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? 
And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gatherians. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately they met him out of the tombs, a man with unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. Because that he had been often bound and with fetters and with chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself a stone. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. And the chapter goes on to tell you that Jesus delivered him. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord. Hallelujah. God, we love you. We worship you, Jesus. God, anoint my mind and my heart, my soul tonight, God. Have your divine will in the service, Jesus, the remainder of this service. Help us, God, to glean. Help us to reach out to you in this scripture, Lord, I pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You can be seated. Amen. I, I, I just want tonight, just I, I, I don't give titles too often to messages that I preach, but I, I just want to give a title to this to have your mind going in the right direction. Amen. Just simply the deliverance of Jesus Christ. The deliverance. Amen. Or the storms of life. Amen. In the first passages of Scripture that I read, it tells about a storm that uh, that was, was on the Sea of Galilee and the disciples. And, and Jesus was headed to the other side of the sea. And the Bible said that... that the Lord, the Master, was in the bottom of the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And uh, there was a storm that arose. Uh, I, I can imagine the, the storm clouds. I can imagine the darkness, the, the thunder, the lightning and uh, <clears throat> that, that began to roll on that sea. They, they, when they left land, they did not know that were the, they were headed into a storm. They had no way of knowing that they were going to face the storms of that, of, on the sea of that, uh, that, uh, on the, on the waters of that sea, Galilee. And, uh, I, I'm sure that Jesus being who he was, I am, I am sure that he knew that there was a storm. Amen. But, uh, the, the Bible said that he was asleep and, and uh, they, they looked at the storm cloud. They saw the rain. They saw the blackness, the darkness. They saw the storm as it began to roll against that little boat that they was in. And uh, I, I know that no doubt some of you have walked, worked on the, the Gulf Coast and know the storms and the, the, the wind and, and, the, and the wave that, that would rise. And, and no doubt they looked at that storm as it began to roll in. On that little boat, and the waves begin to beat against it, and and uh, the, maybe the waves come up across the deck, and and there was a fear, there was something that gripped their heart, and, and they wondered, Amen, where the master was, and what was going on, and and somebody said, Go get Jesus, and they found him, and they said, Jesus, do you care that we perish? I want you to know tonight that God cares about where you are in life. God cares. Uh, amen. Jesus, it may seem that He's not right at your fingertips, but let me tell you, God really cares. Uh, amen. The storms of life. The storms of life. We, we face a lot of things that life just hands us. We, 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 we don't intend to go there. We don't intend to face the, the storm. We, we don't intend to be at that place in life. But life has a way just handing us up and bringing us into the storms of life. Amen. I'm here to tell you tonight, if you're going through a storm in your life, there is a God that knows how to deliver you. There's a God that cares about you. There's a God that knows where you are. He knows what you face. And God's able to step out on the scene and say, peace be still. God is a storm comer. If God is anything, He is a storm comer. He can storm calm the storms of your life. 
Amen. That you face in this life. God knows how. Amen. To give you peace and joy and righteousness. Amen. God knows where you are even tonight. As you sit in this building. Uh, God knows where you are. And God knows how to deliver you. Uh, even tonight in this building. Uh, matter of fact. God wants to do a, uh, deliver somebody tonight. God wants to help you. Uh, amen. God wants to help you in this place. Uh, if you can somehow understand that God will deliver you. Woo! Come on, God, and deliver you. Don't you ever doubt that God can't deliver. Don't you ever doubt that God's not in this place. Don't you ever doubt that God's not in control. Don't you ever doubt that God can't calm the storm that you face in life. God knows how. God knows how to deliver you. Hallelujah. The storm was not anything of their doing. They did not cause the storm. They didn't know that they were going to face it. They didn't know where they were headed or what they were headed into. Sometimes life hands us things that we, we didn't know that it was going to happen. We didn't know it was headed our way. We didn't know what we were facing. And we look around. We're in the middle of the storm. We're in the middle of the problem, the trouble of life. We don't know what to do. And we cry out to Jesus. I'm telling you, to God cares where we are. God cares what we're facing. God cares where we are in life. God cares what we face. Amen. Let me tell you, God can deliver you in any situation, any problem, any trouble. God can deliver you even tonight in this place. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember Years ago, many, many years ago, when I was evangelizing in a little town in South Texas, my wife and my children were small. They had it was the evangelist quarters. And uh, we, brother, well, brother Mervyn Lee, I don't know whether you remember him or not, but I was preaching for brother Lee, a brother Townend. And, uh, uh, when we, when we started to have church, I think it was on a Sunday night. And Brother Lee comes and said, Brother Burgess said, there's tornado warnings out. And, uh, been signs of tornadoes and, and, uh, they say that we, we ride in a path. And, uh, it, it was a bad, it was bad weather. It was, it was really bad weather. And, and we had church and I went to the fellow, to the, uh, to the evangelist quarters on the side of the wing of the building. My wife and I and our children. And about, oh, sometimes in the middle of the night, that, that I heard the awfulest racket that I ever heard in my life. And, 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 and brother town, it, it frightened us. And I got up and looked outside. It was eerie. It was, it was, it was horrible. And, and, and I didn't know, I'd never been in a tornado. And it sounded like a jet airplane coming. Uh, and my wife fell on her knees. Uh, by the bedside, got the kids out of the bed and, and got them down beside the bed. They was crying and praying. And I ran from the, the place, uh, uh, where that we were staying and ran into the church. Uh, and, and, and the building looked like it was breathing. Uh, and I ran to the front to the vestibule and, and had glass doors and they, they would open wide open and I pulled them doors with all of my strength. Uh, and pulled them to, and as soon as I turned them loose, they, they flew back out, and it looked like that building was breathing, uh, and I was frightened, uh, and I, I cried out, I said, Oh, God! Now, I didn't hear a voice that was audibly. I did not hear a voice that just spoke audibly, but I felt the peace of God. I felt the hand of God. I felt the Holy Ghost. Uh, Amen. And it spoke to my heart. 
and, 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 and said, Oh, you're not my child. Am I not your father? Do you not understand that I know where you are? And know what you're going on? And I ran back to the bedroom. And I said, Tell him the God's in this place. And God's going to help us. And there was a calm that came over that place. I'll tell you tonight, if you're in a storm, if you're in a problem, the trouble, let me tell you, if you'll lift your hands and tell God where you are and let God take care of you, I promise you that God will speak to your heart. God will speak to your soul. Because you're His child and He knows what you need. He's a storm calmer. If he's anything, he's a storm calmer. Oh, let's lift our hands and love him. Come on, I believe that somebody in this building is facing storms in your life. Even life just hands you a storm. But oh, God knows how to reach down in the darkness in the winds and the waves of life and get you by the hand and say, come on, this is the way. I'm going to lead you to safety. I'm going to lead you to peace. I'm going to lead you to contentment. I'm going to lead you to a place even though we're there in no storm. Oh, help us tonight to understand that God specializes in saying, peace be still. God specializes in and, and, uh, and, and saving souls uh, and, and, and giving calmness to a storm that are raging in lives and hearts and minds. Oh, my Lord. Hallelujah. Speak to us, God. That uh, tornado came over, went right down the middle of town, just made havoc in the middle of town. Came down and next door demolished the house, the roof of the house next to the church. And somehow picked up and went right over the top of the, the church that we were in. And went down the road and killed cattle and twisted light poles down. Tore up buildings. But not once shingle was tore up on that church. Next morning I got in my car and I drove over to Brother, brother uh, 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 Lee's house. Had big old trees in the yard. And all them trees was down. And I looked and there was a corner of his truck. Under all those trees. And I, I, I walked to his door and he come out with a smile on his face. He said, Brother Burgess, it's amazing. I crawled under all those trees and not one leaf and not one, one limb has truck touched my truck. It's just engulfed it. It just covered it. Amen. God knows how to protect us in the middle of a storm. Come on. I said, God knows how. God knows we're his children. God knows who we are. Amen. We are the apple of God's eye. God looks down on this place. Amen. When He looks in this town, in this city, I'm telling you the eyes of God. Amen. It's shining in this place tonight. Amen. The thoughts of God is on this place tonight. Not, not because of the building. Not because of the location. But because you're here in this building. And you're a child of God. And you're God's people. And you're called by His name. And God knows where you are. I'm telling you, if you're having a trial and a problem in life, if you lift your hand tonight and say, God, I've got to have help. I've got to have a touch of God. I'm telling you, God, I'll touch your heart, your life tonight. My Lord Jesus. Oh, my Lord, the storms that we have nothing to do with. Just life itself. Just life itself hands of storms.
just because that we of the human race, just because we're we're humanity. You can't go through life without trials. You can't face life without trials. There's going to be trials. There's going to be problems and trouble that arises that you can't do anything about. Amen. But God knows where you are. Come on, I said God knows where you are. God knows where you are. Come on, I'm telling you, God knows where you are. I'm preaching to you tonight that God knows where you are. God knows your name. God knows what you need. God knows how to help you. Amen. God in the helping business. Amen. God in the saving business. God's in the blessing business. God in the business to give peace. Amen. God in the business to help you in your walk in life. Come on. God wants to help us tonight. God wants to give us peace and joy and righteousness. Come on, God don't want you to fret and worry. But God won't say, God, I'm your child. And no matter what I face, uh, I'm going to walk through it. Uh, I'm going to call on your name. Uh, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to be established. Uh, amen. I'm going to be stable in God. It doesn't matter what kind of storm comes. Uh, I made up my mind that I'm going to be stable in God. Uh, I made up my mind that I'm going to live for you. I made up my mind that I'm going to be a saint. Uh, I made up my mind that I'm going to live right. Uh, I made up my mind that I'm here to stay. Uh, I made up my mind that when the doors open, I'm going to be in the house of God. Brother, tell me when the doors open, it doesn't matter what kind of storm I face, I'm going to be here worshiping God. I'm going to be here worship Him. Well, I said, Brother Burgess, you don't know what I face. Let me tell you what all God's children has faced their storms. But what God wants you to be is a saint that's stable, that, that is established, that their mind's made up, that I am going to walk through my storm. And when it's all said and done, God, I'm going to have a hold of your hand. I'm going to hold to you, God. I'm going to hold to that unchanging hand of God. I made up my mind no matter what life had me. I made up my mind no matter what happens. I'm going to hold to that unchanging hand of God. Come on, church. There's a God in this place. Get a hold of his hand uh, and walk through the storm that life hands you. Uh, and when you come out on the other side, uh, even let me tell you what, there's going to be peace in your life that you've never had before. Yeah. Talking about God delivering powers. Hallelujah. Peter said it kind of like this. He said, to an inherited, incorruptible, and undefiled that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein you greatly rejoice through, though now for a season, if need be, you have, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perish, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of the, of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you what, I've got my mind made up. Come on, I said I got my mind made up. Amen. I, I, the trial of my faith. Yes, I've been tried. Yes, you've been tried. But oh, let the trial of my faith 
be more precious than gold tried in a fire. That when I get done, when life is over, and I leave this world, even that God can know that I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. Even I have been established in God's church. I'm not never going to leave it. I'm not never going to go back. It doesn't matter what kind of problem, the trouble, the storm that I face. I've got my mind made up that I'm going to go all the way. Even if I'm going to be and it appeared, and it appeared, even if you'll be praised and honored to him. To whom having not seen you love. I haven't seen him. Jesus looked at Thomas. When he told Thomas, he said, come touch my side. Come touch my hands. Thomas fell on his face. He said, my Lord and my God. Jesus said, blessed are thou, Thomas, because you have seen and you believe. But more blessed is he that have not seen but yet believe. Brother Townley, I have never seen him. I, I have never heard the voice Audibly of God. Amen. But let me tell you what I believe in Him with all of my spirit, with all of my mind, and with all of my heart. I, I, I believe in Him. He said, more blessed is he that believeth have not seen. Come on, we haven't seen Him. Amen. We have not seen the Lord, but one of these days we're going to walk through life. Amen. Whatever life hands us. Amen. What kind of storm that comes our way. We're going to walk through it. And we're going to see Him as He is. Amen. Because God's coming back to this world. Amen. God's coming back after people that have made themselves ready. Amen. Your temptation is better than troll that tied in a fire, friend. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, whom have not seen. Though now you see him not, yet believing you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You're receiving the end. That's what I'm looking for. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. Amen. Amen. Oh, God, help us to walk through the trials. Help us to walk through the storms of life. Amen. That we face. The last passage of scriptures that I read it's about another storm. Amen. It's about a storm that takes place deep down in the bosom of man. Amen. I, I, I don't want to, I'm not preaching about devil possession and we know that that's alive and well today. Amen. But the worst storm that, that, that the saints of God can go through is a mental storm, a spiritual storm. Amen. That's one of the worst storms that you can go through. Amen. We, 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 we have tombs that, of doubt. We have tombs of depression. We, 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 there's tombs, amen, of, of, of unconcernedness. There's tombs, uh, amen, of uh, uh, discouragement and hurts and disappointments and doubt and abuse and, and all these things, uh, amen, that we face sometimes, uh, amen. But if you notice these scriptures, uh, when Jesus got off of that little boat, uh, that man ran from those tombs uh, and fell at the feet of Jesus. Uh, if you want to be delivered from the tombs of life, uh, amen, if you want to be delivered from the doubt and discouragement and depression uh, and loneliness, uh, friend, you've got to leave the tombs. Uh, you've got to get out of there. Uh, and you've got to run to Jesus uh, with all your heart and your soul. Uh, and I promise you, you'll meet one there that knows how to deliver you. Uh, oh, God, help us to understand uh, that the tombs of life Amen. We gotta put behind us, and we gotta look to Him, and we gotta walk toward Him in this life that we live. Hallelujah! I have, I have worked with people for a long time. Amen. I, I, I have met people that, Brother Burgess, you don't know what I faced. You don't know my past. 
You don't know what I went through. You don't know how I've been abused and misused and, and I've been hurt and I can't get over these hurts. Amen. That's deep down in my soul. I, I've tried to pray. I, I've tried to get over some of the hurts that, that happened to me in life. I, I go to the altar and, and I pray and I feel good. I feel like that I've got it behind me. But, but, but by and by, my mind goes back to the hurts. Amen. It goes back to the things that have happened to me in life. And I don't know how to deal with them. I don't know how to take care of them. Let me tell you what you gotta do. Amen. You gotta leave those tombs. And you gotta head toward Jesus Christ. Oh, you gotta somehow put it behind you. You gotta put the hurt, the abuse. Amen. You gotta put the discouragement behind you. And say, here I am, God. I don't know how you're gonna take care I don't know how it's going to work, but one thing I am going to do, I'm going to reach out with my hand, and I'm going to grip the hand of God, and He will let you lead me through this life. I'm going to let you heal this hurt. I'm going to let you heal the guilt that I feel inside of my soul. I'm going to walk with you, God, with all that's within me, and God there to answer, to heal. And to deliver. Oh, let's lift a hand to love him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Oh, Jesus. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us, God. Even I, I, uh, was raised around Oakdale, born at Sugartown, raised around Oakdale. My dad pastored around this country and out from Oakdale for some years. And, uh, I, 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 you know, let me just go here for a moment, if you will. Amen. I, my dad been dead for about 46 years. Died a young man. My mother had been dead somewhere between 25 and 30 years. And they're buried in a little graveyard uh, right out of Oakdale. And I, I, I really don't remember. I, I, it, it, it's possible that I've been to that graveyard. It's called Cryer Graveyard. It's possible that I've been there uh, since my dad passed away. He passed away before I ever received the Holy Ghost. Amen. Priests all... My life that I can remember, but he passed from this life before I ever received the Holy Ghost. And uh, I, I might have been by the graveside one time. I'm not sure. I don't remember in the last 25 to 30 years that my mom had been buried there. I don't remember going, but but I went to see my sister on this trip, and I told her, "Okay, I said I want to I want to go by the graveyard. I, I want to stop by the graveside." And my wife stayed in the car. My sister and I walked out. And, and, and when I got out there, I, I, I'm not spooky. I'm not, amen, I, 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 you know, I'm just not that way. But there was something that, that was not alive there. Amen. Let me tell you what. It's nothing alive in the tombs. Jesus is not among the tombs. I mean, my, my, my mind went through. The, the the sickness and the agony and I, it went to the to the death of my my parents when I stood by that by, by that graveside, but when I wasn't there, you know where my mind is. I remember the good times. I remember the great times. I, I remember the, the 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 peace and, and the, the home life, and I remember what they gave me and put down inside my soul. I tell you, you're not going to find God among the tombs. Where are you going to find God outside the tomb? You're not going to find God in the disappointments of life. You're not going to find God in the discouragement of life. 
You're not going to find God in the hurts of life. You're not going to find God in the abuse of life. Somehow you got to step from that and say, I'm going to put the tomb behind me. I'm going to look to the God of glory. I'm going to go forward in life. I'm going to live right. I'm going to live holy. I'm going to live right. I'm going to get the hurts. I'm going to get the disappointments and the bitterness out of my life. I'm going to walk from those tombs. I'm not going to stand in the tombs of life. I'm going to go forward and live for God. Oh, my Lord. Amen. I've got a, a lady in our church, a, a very good lady. I'm telling you, she's, she's a jewel for living for God. But she was abused in life. She, she went through horrible things as a young person. And sometimes I, when my wife and I talk to her, that comes back. It comes out. It, 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 she, she had it made her way from the tombs of abuse. She loves God. She lived for God. But she would have, she'd have such peace if somehow that she would step from her tomb that she, she, she wallows in. She goes back to. She sits down by it. And she contemplates. She, she thinks about. And then bitterness arises. And disappointment arise. And discouragement and depression arise. And questions come up. Why? Why did this happen to me? Why did I go through this? Why did, did, did all this per, I, I, I went through and, and my life was the way it was? Amen. Jesus is not there. Come on. I said Jesus is not in discouragement. Jesus is not there. Amen. I don't have the answer to all life. But one thing I do have an answer for. And that's God lives uh, among the living. Uh, amen. God moves among the saints of God. Uh, amen. You've got to live for God. Uh, you got to walk with God uh, to have God in your life. Uh, somewhere you got to leave that alone. Uh, you got to get out of that uh, and say, God, I'm your child. Uh, I've been born again. Uh, I have the blood of Calvary in my life. Uh, I live for you, God. Uh, I'm a child of God. Even I am yours, God. I'm worth something. Even I have God in my life. I'm not just any old body. I'm a child of God. I'm not just a, somebody that's in life that's looked down on. But I'm a child of God. I have God in my soul. I have God in my life. I'm somebody, God. <laughs> oh, let's get the hand to love it. <laughs> oh, God. Let me tell you what, if you have some hurts in life, God wants to heal it tonight. And He don't want you to go back to the tombs. But He wants you to go forward and say, God, I'm your child. I have the blood of Calvary. Oh, my soul, I'm living for you, God. I'm your child, and I'm not never going to back, amen, to the tomb to walk around in the dead places of life. Amen, that's dead places. Come on, church, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. I said, I feel the Spirit of God. God wants to give you life. You that are here that don't have the Holy Ghost, come on, get out of the tombs. Come on, leave that alone. Leave that life behind. Come on, walk from the tomb of your tomb, whatever it might be. Whatever it might be. Whatever it might be. Whatever it might be. Whatever hurt, whatever disappointment, whatever depression it might be. Get up from where you are. Amen. And look to yonder because Jesus just stepped on the shore of your life. Come on, I said Jesus just stepped on the shore. 
He came purposely amen, to call you. He's not going to go to the tomb, but He's going to bid you to come. He's going to say, come on, come from the tomb. Come on, come on out of there. Come on out of disappointment. Come on out of discouragement. I have life and peace that I'm going to give you. But get up from that, walk from that place, and let God change your life. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I want you to lift your hands right now and love Him. <laughs> oh, my Lord. My Lord, I, I really don't do this often. I have. But this... This is really not me. But I want everybody to bow your head for just a moment. And I don't want nobody to look around. But if you, if you have a tomb that you're fighting. <laughs> if you go back to the tomb never so often. I want you to raise your hand right now. <laughs> oh God that's a knowledge in God I do go back and visit the dead place every once in a while but God I don't want to no more I don't want to no more I want to hear your voice I want to do like that man in the fifth chapter he saw Jesus afar off and he ran to him I wonder in this building tonight, tonight, look, everybody has tombs. So, so don't, don't feel bad. Don't feel embarrassed. Everybody has tombs. I wonder somebody's got the nerve and the power and the desire to be changed. I wonder if it's anybody that has that would get up right now without any music. In acknowledgement to God. That God I'm going to walk from this tomb. That I visited so much. This hurt. This disappointment. Would you walk down this aisle. Come on. Come on you. You that needs help. Don't be embarrassed. If, come on God. Want to help you. You that needs the Holy Ghost. Would you walk down here. Come on, Gwen, that's it. God bring you what you're doing tonight, right now. You're stepping from your tomb. You're saying, Here I come, Jesus. Here I come. Here I come. Some of you saints come with this young lady and pray of the Holy Ghost. God bless this young man. God will help you, Justin. God will change your life. You that had your hands raised, you come on down here. And let God bring you from the place of the bitterness and, and disappointments. Oh, Jesus. That's it. Come on, pray. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, come on, Sister Talent, come to the instrument. Oh, God. Woo! Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, God, in this place. Oh, God, in this place. Come on, Justin, friend, God's in this place. You saw Jesus that you were on step from the dead to the life. Woo. <laughs> 
Lord's sake, pour your heart out to God. Oh, love of God.
as a rock to build my faith upon.
Gwen. Come on, Gwen. Come on, all the way tonight, Gwen. All the way. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. Two. 